Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third and final Zelda episode of the 8-Bit Salt Pit. Yes, I am Link, and I am joined by Zelda. Whoa. I, I, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst thing to be. It's true. It's true. I mean, then you get chic, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Lady boys, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, hello. Good good evening. We're wrapping up our Zelda talk, which I'm more than excited about, as I'm sure you guys have learned throughout the last couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm the uh, obsessed one with Zelda. Corey was just telling me earlier this evening that he's pretty much going to castrate me if we do one more episode of this. <laughs> I mean, you know, my whole point is we've done a From Software episode where we could have easily done three. And here we are talking about Zelda for three episodes. But, you know, I understand that you appreciate it. Uh, and that's what matters. So. I, I do appreciate it. And I appreciate you for letting me do it. Of course. Yeah. You know, this is a team effort, Richard. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and we might move on to a couple others, but those are the two main ones we're tackling. Yes, absolutely. And, and Wind Waker is your favorite, right? Wind Waker is my favorite. Um, it came to me at a very impressionable age. Um, and to me, the GameCube was so tight. Like there were so many like impactful games that I played growing up that were on the GameCube. Um, Wind Waker being one of them. And to me, you know, I always had a really difficult time with uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, like I was saying. And t it came at a time, again, where, like, I was, my brain was developing in a way where I could actually understand <laughs> what was going on. And I could actually, like, solve, solve the puzzles. So this was huge for me. And also, I just, it's my favorite um, all in all. Like, the soundtrack for it is my favorite, bar none. Um, every, every piece of little score in that game is amazing. Um, so yeah, it is, it is my favorite. Um, also this game is much different than most of the, the titles in the fact that, uh, you're sailing. Yeah. Most of yeah. the game. That's how you get by place to place. Uh, Noah's Ark. Yeah. The story of, uh, Noah, the entire world flooded, um, except for like basically the peaks of these mountains. Um, and so you're on a little cute little island, Outset Island, I believe. It right? is Outset Island. Yep. Um, so Link and Link and Lonk and Zelda and <laughs> no, Zelda isn't really like a thing in this game. Link is, but Zelda technically yes, but not really. Uh, it comes in the form of I believe what's her name, Petra. Uh, Tetra. Tetra. Yeah, thank you. Um, and she's a pirate, but we're getting a little bit ahead of, ourse of ourselves. Well, the island also, and I think that I can't remember if there's another game with this, but this is one where Link actually has a family. Yes, it's true. He has his old little Nan. Yeah. And she's the sweetest old lady. And after you do some quests, you can actually go to your Nan and she makes you a hearty soup that fully heals you. And yeah. you can drink it from it twice. So it was super cool. And it's, it's because of his family that his quest kicks off in this one, right? Yeah, his sister. Yeah. Yeah. That, wow. Richard, see, this is all coming back to me. It's been so long since I played <laughs> Wind Waker, but this is super cool. Yeah, basically, the sister gets captured. Um, long story short, they're hanging out on Outset Island, doing their own thing, living their ho-dunk, redneck lives. Catching pigs. Catching pigs. Yeah. And um, sister gets captured. And so you got to go save sister on your little wee boat. Uh, not quite yet. Um, you go with the pirates. Yeah, I'm skip. I know I'm skipping ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel like the <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, no, you you go into the finer details. You have a mind for the Zelda details. I do not. <laughs> well, um, and, and this isn't a major detail, but the pirates agree to help you uh, get your sister back, and uh, on on the, your journey throughout uh, the Grand Ocean, you 
meet these pirates again and again. So they're kind of a big part of the game. Yeah, they they act all tough, but they're they're actually like really kind hearted. Yeah, and, and like, they're like, hey, we're gonna cut you in half, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, you can come with us. What's up, Blink? You're, you're chill as hell. <laughs> I know they got like uh, basically the Hyrule Arcade, the swinging game. Yeah. Um, another cool thing about Wind Waker, by the way, is the sound effects that the NPCs make are hilarious. Um, skipping again, so skipping good. a little bit, but there's a there's a little mini game that's basically battleships. Um, it's very difficult, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Richard knows what I'm talking about. But anytime you miss, uh, he goes splish, like <laughs> splish. <laughs> it's amazing, and it's just the, uh, the the like shopkeeper of that mini game making that noise. Yeah, he just anytime you miss, it's it's to emulate uh, the cannonball hitting the water. It is honestly <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and not to mention not only the sound effects of this game, but the facial animation. Oh yeah, are, it's, yeah. I mean, it's animated. That's the best way mm-hmm. to put it. And you know what? It, it it evoked a lot of anger out of me. There's a so you go to an island to the west of Outset Island. Um, it's called Island Island Town. I don't mm, know. I know you, that one. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah. What, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Basically, it's like the Commerce Island. It's where you find most of the most of just like the average people. I would say. And there's a storyline later where basically a poor girl becomes rich and a rich girl becomes poor. And of course, uh, the rich girl is super pompous and the poor girl's poor girl is really humble. And then once the poor girl gets uh, money, she becomes like a pompous asshole. And I'm like, dude, I totally fucked up. Like, I want to kill both of these people. <laughs> They're like little girls, but I, I know that's kind of fucked up. But um, also something that was really inconvenient is that quest depended a lot of, of uh, RNG. There's like an auction. Yeah, I don't know if you um, that, there but. was actually a trick to the auction. Um, <laughs> There's a trick to everything, Richard. All of right, course, all you right, can manipulate you know. the RNG. I know, but anyways, um, we're skipping all over the place with Wind Waker. The premise is um, basically, I'm gonna, can I summarize? Is that okay? Um, turns out, although the world flooded, um, Hyrule Castle did not. It was actually shielded. Uh, it's still underwater. Waddle. <laughs> Uh, it's underwater, guys. I have a speech impediment. Sometimes it comes out, so <laughs> I, have, I have a hard problem with my R's. So that's if you Let's hear. Let's go it, swim in the waddle. Nothing will make a speech impediment a speech impediment more clear than a podcast. <laughs> it's literally all you're hearing is my voice. It's just like we gotta have Cole on here. Our friend has a stutter. That'd be perfect. Um, anyways, yeah, Hyrule. Um, is underwater but not underwater you know it's in a protective bubble um so you go long story short you go to hyrule and they're like man you got to find these guess what pieces of a, of a triforce shard so you're finding pieces of one shard right it's like eight pieces of one triforce piece yes one triforce piece so it's eight pieces of a third of the triforce and i'll tell you they are hard as fuck to find <laughs> so right do you did you let me guess richard you did this all I by yourself not. Yeah, I had the Wind Waker players guide. This is one of there's kind of a a theme going here where there's always like one thing where it's like, how the fuck did you figure <laughs> that out as a kid? Uh, with Majora's Mask last episode, we talked about getting all the masks. Mm-hmm. That was difficult but doable. And you know what is about that is it's optional. Yeah, to beat the game in Wind Waker, this is not optional. You have to find the Triforce pieces, and you have to listen to Richard's alarm. Sorry, <laughs> um, but. One of these pieces, or at least like three of these pieces, are almost just insanely impossible to find. Um, you basically have to find a ghost ship for one of them. 
I forgot about the yeah. ghost ship. That's <laughs> yeah. right. The ghost ship. And it, it doesn't appear anywhere. It appears certain spots, like certain times. And the map is huge. It's just a giant ocean. Yeah. Um, and you have to just somehow find this ghost ship. Now, of course, there's places in the map where you can find hints. But, like, it doesn't tell you where to go for these hints. It's just, like, find the piece. Just find it. The ghost ship has it, of course. Um, and, of course, like, the other pieces of Triforce Shard are in dungeons. And you fight bosses. Um you know, there's that. There's the. Oh my God! The first boss is in Dragon Roost. We're we're going back. I'm all over the place tonight. You're doing good, dude. <laughs> um, but you, your first dungeon, you go to Dragon Roost Island, and the reason I said, oh my God, is is the first boss Goma. It might be a Goma. I think it's Goma. Right, let me Google it. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so how we've always been talking about how the first boss in a lot of these games is Goma, which is basically like an insect lord slash queen. Um, and Lord Volu, who is the dragon king of Dragon Roost Temple, Dragon Roost Island, sorry, is literally just a giant fat dragon who hangs out at the top of this volcano. It is Goma. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like pissed and causing problems. And they're like, man, why is Volu so pissed? He's usually so chill. You end up going through the dungeon. It's because King Goma's like chewing on his asshole, basically. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a better way to put that. But yeah, that pretty much sums king, it up. King Goma. Or Queen Goma. Goma. It's just Goma, but yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll assume it's a female, I guess. The, the rest of Gomer. Go- <laughs> hey, Gomer. Um, is just basically slapping around his tail and his butt. And yeah. It's pissing him off. Um, so you kill Goma. But you get the... It's an interesting one. The grapple hook? Yeah. It's literally... Not a, the hook shot this time. Yeah, it's it's not a hook shot. It's actually just like a rope with a grappling hook at the end. And you like swing it like... And you and you latch onto King... Or I guess Volu's tail... And it drops some. Uh, it's like the ceiling, or yeah. Something. It drops yeah. the ceiling on Goma and fucks up his armor, and then you poke him in the eye like you do all the other Gomas. <laughs> um, they all have a then, big eye. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's that's a pretty noteworthy dungeon. Um, there's some really good dungeons. The boss design in Wind Waker is amazing. Also, most of them. If you haven't played it, it's cell shading, which was just the shit. <laughs> so the, yeah that's something i wanted to talk about mm-hmm. uh yeah that was the shell shading and how oh, oh my speech impediment Mr. Oh, no, sh- no, no. shell 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 shading. Shelly sells she shells by the shell shading sure <laughs> <laughs> oh schwind waker schwind waker um no uh the cell shading was uh quite the piece of like contempt back when it came out like yeah, I remember people my, hated it. Oh, my buddies hated it. Clay and Neil, Neil and, who was on the the From Software episode we did. Um, they yeah, they didn't like it. But and, Neil also doesn't like Zelda. But so that was like a double fuck you. And I, I remember hating it until I played Wind Waker, and I'm like, oh, this is actually a genius. Yeah, um, yeah. Another amazing cell shading game that I thought was amazing is Jet Set Radio Future. You ever play that? Yeah. Well, no, not that. I played Jet Grind Radio, oh. but it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's just. JSRF is kind of more fleshed out. We should talk about that more sometime. But anyways, cell shading, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's different. It definitely leads a more cartoony look. It stands the test of time. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's not bad graphics. It's so unique that it fills its own niche. Yeah, um, which 100%. is very cool. I mean, yeah, cell shading games today are still pretty cool. And so we was talk. I was mentioning the uh, facial features and how oh, yeah. like fun they are. And the cell shading makes it that much better, but there's these enemies in the game, um, the Moblins, and they run around with, like, spears and these, like, lanterns, <laughs> and they have these, like, big lower lips that flop back and forth while they're yeah. walking. 
And they always crack me up because when they see you, they like run at you with their lantern, like ooh, and like throw their lantern at you. Yes. Um. So one really cool thing about the combat is um the score goes to how you're fighting. So anytime you make a strike, you have you. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when you make a strike against anything in that game, like there'll be the music playing, and there'll be like a like an uptick in the tune when you hit. Like, it'll be like I guess it does. You know, I know that. Yeah, that never like occurred to me. I know that's kind of a weird description that I gave, but it it's really cool and it adds to the dynamic and uniqueness of the game. Like I said, the score there is amazing. But the Moblins is a perfect example. When they see you, they're just like oh. <laughs> and it, there's like sound cues. It's like Metal Gear Solid, where it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know what else adds to the dynamic of the game? What? An entire island full of tingles. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, but but it is. That's a thing that exists. Oh, there's Tingle yeah. Tower. And there's, there's like there's so many islands in this game, and some of them are so cocktails. Tingle is a character that was introduced in Majora's Mask, and he believes he is a child of the Kokiri, mm-hmm. right? He's not. He's a full-grown-ass man in a leotard. <laughs> um, and he's got. He's in a, a full, like, green spandex suit with a pointy cap, and he has, like, a red Speedo. And, and, so. that, and that sound, like, like describing that sounds creepy enough, but you have to see to believe he's such a creepy character. Oh, yeah, and he's nice, but he's definitely, like, I think he has the tism or something. So, I, dude, I don't even know. But and he, he always goes, heave, ho! They're, they're in, like, the mm-hmm. island, and... He has a very unique sound he'll do anytime he gets excited. He'll go, <laughs> That was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, the game is crazy. There's all sorts of cool bosses. Um, and guess who the big bad is? It's Ganondorf. Holy shit. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but yeah, what do, what do you have to say about um, Wind Waker that we haven't already gone over? Okay, so oh. I'm, I'm trying... Oh, go ahead. Let me, let me... Actually, something came to me. Um, the musical instrument you use in this game just like majora's mask you know you know there's all the musical instruments ocarina of time um you have the wind waker the titular wind waker and what that is is it's a um oh god what's it called a baton i think so that uh the people in front of like concerts use yeah oh my god why is that escaping I, I me? i can't think of what they're called either they're the conductors yes it's a conductor's baton um so you basically conduct the music um, so there's like a little a metronome going by, and then you move the C stick according to what direction you want to do, and then you move the left analog to change how large the the symphony is. So at start it's like three, then you move analog left and it's four, mm-hmm. and then you can move it to like six. Yeah. And then there's and it's pretty cool how you you play these songs. He's just like waving his hands like la, la. yeah, and music just starts playing. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, what what was I saying the the Ballad of Wind? Is that what it's called? Is like the, the Ballad of Gales. Ballad of Gales. That's how you teleport in that game, and you get it. There's a um, there's a tornado with a giant frog in it. He's one of the wind gods. There's two brother wind gods. <laughs> one of them is like super chill. Typhos and I can't think. of the That's other incredible one. that you even know one of them. Um, <laughs> but one of them's green, one of them's red, and the green one's chill. And he's like, yeah, here's this song. Whippity do. The red one's an asshole, and that's how you get Ballad of Gales. Is he's in a tornado, and he'll just blast your ass off. Um, and you shoot him with the arrow, and he's like, damn, that was tight. Here's this Ballad of Gales. And it is rad. Um, man, I, it's the best piece of music in Zelda history, in it, my opinion. It's it's really, really good. I will give you that. Um, now, as I was saying, I don't want to go into too much detail, because I could see like Corey's <laughs> eyes rolling into the back of his head last episode. Um, with Wind Waker, it's fine. I could talk about Wind Waker all night. But the problem is, is there's no 
cohesion to it. It's just like random smatterings of, oh, this was in the game. Oh, this was in the game. Yeah, don't forget about that. <laughs> um, but there was a couple of really cool things that uh, stood out to me back in the day. Uh, one of them was a reoccurring boss, and that's not something outside of the big bad that you see a lot in Zelda. Um, but the Helmarok, I think is its name. The Helmarok King. Yeah, the mm-hmm. bird yeah. that kidnaps your sister. And I think you fight him like twice or three you times. Him, you fight him twice. Yeah. But And then one of the times he's like chasing you up some stairs as the water's rising and he's trying to peck at you and it's yeah. just nerve-wracking. It's very cool. Yeah, so you actually go to this like lookout, the Helmarok King's lookout, twice. Uh, one at the very beginning of the game where you're just trying to save your sister and then basically a second time where you're like, all right, I'm coming in full force to yeah. blow this fucker to the ground. Um, and it's it's very cool. Yeah, the Helmarok King is a giant eagle, and he I believe he's the one who actually steals your sister originally. It is, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, badass. And Wind Waker is one of the games that I've played a lot, but I just, for some reason, have trouble retaining. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, bosses that you keep fighting, um, the Octorok Krakens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, they're different, but basically, this scared the fuck out of me. As a kid, like if you have thalassophobia, this will trigger the shit out of you. <laughs> um, so you basically you'll be cruising around the ocean and you'll see a flock of seagulls. <laughs> and I ran. Um, you'll Jesus see a- <laughs> Christ, dude. <laughs> uh, you'll see a flock of seagulls just kind of circling the water, and you're like, "What's that all about?" And so you go and check it out. And um, the sky, as you approach this, uh, the sky darkens and it starts getting stormy and raining, and lightning starts crashing down and and that's your cue to basically get the fuck out of there if you don't like what's going on if you continue to this to the seagulls uh, a giant whirlpool will start and a giant ass like octopus they're called octorox octorox but a kraken like they're huge will pop out oh yeah it's got a bunch of eyes right yeah and you have to yeah you have to defeat the eyes um and they're all over the place there's probably like eight of them and they they buff you somehow. I can't recall. Maybe it increases your magic meter. You yeah, kill I don't remember. You kill them, get a token, and you bring it to the great fairies who smooch you up against your will. And, Actually, uh, I think the great fairies in Wind Waker were like the least sexual advancing. No, no I'm pretty sure if you give them the Octorok tokens, they're like... Oh, all right. Well, maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But anyways, uh, that was terrifying. It yeah. scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, no, I feel that. You know what scared the shit out of me? Hmm. That fish that marks your map. Oh, yeah. And he pops out. He's like, ahoy. <laughs> dude, this game is so crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's a fish with a paintbrush, and he's like, dude, I got you. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, he jumps out of the water with the paintbrush in his mouth, and then all of a sudden you have this, like, finely detailed map marking. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, there's some crazy characters in that. Oh. Uh... Yeah, it's it's super cool. Um, I did want to talk about, and this is jumping maybe super far forward, but that's kind of the theme of tonight. Hyrule, when you get there, yeah. it's like all sepia toned. It's yeah. just gray and yeah. dead. Uh huh. Um, um, and and you go down there and you solve the puzzle, and it's such a cool little moment as like life, yeah, comes back. Well, not to it. not only is it sepia, but it's also frozen in time. Yeah. Um, there's like a battle with like a bunch of enemies fighting, and then once time resumes, the enemies are like, <laughs> <laughs> like turn their necks towards you, like. What are you doing in my waters, boy? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Dark nets. Um, but that's super cool. And then I'm going to jump to about as far ahead as you can get. 
um, in Wind Waker. Another moment that was just super bitching was uh, during the Ganon fight, or mm-hmm. rather after the Ganon fight, and you hit him with that final like attack, and like yeah. Link knocks him down and does this like roll and jumps in the air and comes down and stabs the sword square yeah. in his forehead. Pretty fucking metal. Yeah. Pretty metal for the rest of Wind Waker. Like that's one of the darker things that you'll see in a Zelda game. He just lodges that sword deep into Ganondorf has like a red gem on his head and he just mm-hmm. fucking plants it. And Ganon's like not brain dead when this happens. The sword's like halfway lodged into his fucking body and he's like, oh, god damn. Yeah. That fucking hurts. It's like, what? how are you even talking, sir? Your brain is mush. <laughs> um, And I, I also want to mention if you guys haven't played Wind Waker and you're not going to get the chance to go watch uh, Terminal Montages, Wind Waker. Yeah. Go watch Terminal Montages, everything. Well, yes, um, but the, the Wind Waker is, uh, what is it, the King of Hyrule? The I think Ganon's a turd, and I think Hyrule should flush him down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, then the final bat- battle with Ganondorf, it's really cool because you're fighting at the top of this tower um, in Hyrule still, like the under the bubble. And um, like the bubble is cracking, and so the ocean is like pouring in around you in the background. It's really cool. If yeah. you hear jingling, that's my demon kitty playing with a demon toy oh, okay yeah i did hear the jingling it confused me yeah it's not it's not santa and his elves it's krampus damn yeah yeah there goes all the eroticism i mean yeah don't don't do that to my cat <laughs> <laughs> um, um but yeah i mean wind waker's just honestly it's so much fun to play and i wish i could remember it better but yeah. for some reason, I have this like mental block about it. Like every time I played, it, it's like I'm playing it for the first time. Well, to be honest, it's kind of like a fever dream. It's yeah. it's weird. Um, but yeah. The, so another cool thing is there's a a side dungeon near the end of the game that has 100 floors. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's the first time they introduced it, and perhaps the last. I don't remember. Yeah. There is Zelda one game. in Twilight Princess. Oh, 100 floors and everything. Mm-hmm. God damn. Um, yeah. So. Uh, that's that was really fun going through it as a kid. You really have to be yoked out. You got to have like your grandma soup ready. You got to have like full stars. You got to have the master. Yeah, sword. don't you have like uh, different tunics in that one too? Um, was I want to say magic no. Armor or no. no. Well, maybe yeah. You get an armor and it's invisible. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you can also unlock like um, Link's just like chill outfit like before the start of the game before he gets the tunic. He oh, has, the, like, the some... like blue outfit. Yeah. yeah um so that's pretty cool uh but yeah you get like an invisible armor that you can't really see i remember a little uh fun fact that i wanted to bring up but yeah. you've just been so excited i didn't want to interrupt you yeah no let's um, hear it. this is one of the few zelda games where link is not a chosen hero oh yeah he's just some he's just some kid he's that's, a podunk fucking kid that's well, why he has to find the triforce pieces because he doesn't have the triforce right yeah yeah he doesn't even have the triforce he's got to he's got to dredge it up out of the sea yeah um to be fair it was shattered so there couldn't be a chosen you could even argue yeah, but I mean that that just makes this link all that much more impressive that he was just some like ten year old kid who slaughtered monsters. Well, you could even argue that he was the chosen. He just needed to seek out the Triforce for himself because it was shattered. Yeah, maybe. Hmm? Yeah, fair enough. So there's there's an elaborate timeline of the Zelda games and a lot of theories of which one splits off into which because they're all interconnected in one way or another. And the rabbit hole goes deep. The iceberg, as they as they say, and, goes deep. And and as we mentioned in the uh, last episode, very briefly, the 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 split is Ocarina. It's whether he wins or loses. Yeah. Um, and then it's if he wins and then he stays an adult, or wins and goes back to child, or loses. Yeah. Because there's three timelines. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, yeah, like all the side spinoffs ones, it plays off of 
that yeah. branching timeline. It's very it's very unique. Um, if you have fucking eighteen hours, you can watch something on YouTube that explains it. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it, it it is interesting. Um, and then also Petra, or sorry, Tetra, the pirate queen. It might be. I don't even know. It. I think it is Tetra. Okay. It is Tetra. I'm just wrong. Um, she is actually like the. She is Princess Zelda. She's Zelda. Yeah, yeah. she's she comes down from the the line and she's like this rough and tumble pirate girl, and then basically um, King Hyrule, which is actually your boat. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah, so he's the King of Red Lines. Yeah, the King of Red Lines is the boat. Um, and then he reveals himself to actually be the king of Hyrule. Yeah. He's just super fat. And he's like, <laughs> I'm a boat, motherfucker. I'm on a boat, man. I'm going fast, man. Yeah. I'm the king of Hyrule with a Pashmina Afghan. <laughs> um, Pashmina Afghan. Yeah. All right. Continue. <laughs> um, and so basically, yeah, all is revealed. Um, and then Tetra gets the, the queen makeover and she looks like, or sorry, the princess makeover. And suddenly now she looks like Princess Zelda. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- there's just so much in Dude, Wind Waker. We, we have the um combo multiplier up to three tonight. That's... We've just said um at the same time. <laughs> Ultra. I, I just I wish I could remember Wind Waker better. <laughs> that I mean that's the gist of it. It's a it's a fun zany game. It's very long. Yeah. Like, like most of the other Zelda games, I think this one actually, I would argue it takes more time than uh, Macarena of Time. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah. Just sailing around <laughs> is a pain in the ass. There's a bunch of side quests. Um. It's very cool though. The most of the length of Wind Waker, I believe, is just it doesn't hold your hand very well, which no. is is it's not a compliment. That is actually an insult to that game. Um, <laughs> like tutorials are fine, and you get a tutorial, but as far as like where to go next, you can talk to the, your boat, but it's very vague. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, it was the, hard. The boat's like, I think we should go to an island. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, holy shit! There's like eighty nine of them. So figure it out. Yeah, best of luck. Uh, well, Corey, do you have anything else that you want to add for Wind Waker? No, I think that wraps it up. There's not much more to be said. It's a good right. game. It is a good if game. You, you know, I was I was a huge fan of uh, Sea of Thieves, so like, I think you, you just got a pirate kink, dude. I, well, I do. I do have a pirate kink. You know, like back in the day, how it was like pirates versus ninjas. Yeah, you know that that was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking pirates all the way. I love pirates. It's <laughs> like there's. <laughs> There's I mean, something I, about being a bastard. Real with, quick, I say, yeah, what is it about pirates that you love? Like the fact that they didn't wash themselves or... I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. The, the fact that there's like a lot of camaraderie, you know, especially if you're going back to the pirates versus ninjas. Ninjas are like lone warriors. They're like edgy and they're like, yeah, I'm like, I'm badass and I'm sneaking around killing stuff. And pirates are like, yo-ho, fucking blast a cannon, <laughs> like boom, like loud and boisterous and just like destructive. Um, that's really what it is. You yeah. Know, Maple Story, they had a pirate class. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you just say Maple Story? Holy shit, dude. You're like PTSD in right Dude, now. The, the pirate class had a mech. <laughs> it what? was so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Pirates are rad. Pirates are pretty rad. I'll I mean, what were you Were you a ninja or pirate guy? I was a ninja guy. Hey, you fucking... You would. Yeah. Dude... All, all, all them pirates out there hit me up, dude. We'll make a fucking, we'll make some sea, sea shanties. She shell, she shell. We'll make some she shanties. <laughs> um, please let me know. I need more pirates in my life. Yoho. <laughs> I mean, not butt pirates. You know. I mean, if that's your thing, we can still be a crew. But like, you get your own quarters. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Twilight Princess. Yeah. Are there pirates in that game? There might be. Moving on. Actually. Nope. Um, anyways. Yeah, this is all you, Richard. 
Um, I know Clay, our buddy, he went hard on Twilight Princess and back in the day. I used to smoke a lot of um, the undesirables, you know what I'm saying? And I would just be torched and I'd just watch him play. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll do it a, the best justice I can. Uh, Twilight Princess has the worst opening of any Zelda game in history. I heard it was long. Ever. I heard it's super long. Yeah. That's it, probably what may have turned me off. It takes, it. so. it's probably a solid, like, if you did it fast, it would be like two and a half hours before you're like out in Hyrule Field. Because... You have to like do all this meaningless, pointless shit. Go through all these cinematics. Do a dungeon. Go back and talk to people. Like it's just nonstop. Damn. You know, there's some. I do have a few things to say about Twilight Princess. Midna, Queen Dami Mommy. Queen Dami Mommy. Yeah, she's midget mommy for the whole game until right? the end. So basically, yeah, you let's let's skip back a bit. I guess basically you get cursed. Um, there's an alternate world, all a um, all a Metroid <laughs> Prime Two. <laughs> There's like a dark world um, that is bad. Yeah, the Twilight and, Realm. Yeah, and you are a wolf when you're in the Twilight Realm. And you're ridden by Midna, who is a queen of the Twilight World, um, who was overthrown by Zant, I believe. Yes, and Zant, so so this is one of my gripes with Twilight Princess. I, I love the game. I love the like dungeon design and the darker aesthetic. It's great. But it's very Zant yeah. was such a good villain. And then they just throw him to the side. They're like, oh, yeah, it's actually Ganondorf. Yeah, yeah, and it's but, like, but you know, you know what, dude? This is <laughs> this is um, straight ripped from Majora's Mask because you can compare Zant to um, the Skull Kid, right? Where basically he's used, he's yeah. being used by Majora's Mask. Zant is being used by Ganon, um, and Zant is basically like the local resident of um, the Twilight Realm. He was like the second in command to Minna, and something he like that. Yeah, yeah, and he betrayed her. Um, but he, he, you're right. He was a great villain, and he was very disturbing. Yeah, I, I know there's creepy. a there's a cutscene where his head will like snap and just like, <laughs> and he like look at you with his fucking broken ass neck and be like, "What are you looking at?" With his uh, chameleon eyes. Mm-hmm. And w- one thing I do know is I remember watching Clay go through the Sky Temple and it being the oh most. Oh my god, the titty chickens, dude! <laughs> yeah, the tit. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's so gross. Yeah, isn't it? Dude, there's some weird shit in that game. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> like, the not Sky good Temple. Weird. No, yeah, like. I mean, some people are into that stuff, and so that was very good. Uh, Sky um, Temple, go ahead. Sky Temple was basically like the met, the water temple on Crystal Meth. Um, it was very hard and very confusing, and I remember Clay's probably spent like 12 hours on it. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was very hard and very confusing, but it also had like one of the coolest additions in Zelda. Um, you got the second hookshot. Yeah. So yep. you could like Spider-Man your way around. Well, and it's and I don't believe it's the hook shot in this. It's the claw shot. Yes, it is the claw shot. Hold on, hold on. Um, another honorable mention of something I remember is there's like an ice dungeon, and mm-hmm. there's like an ice like doll cute thing, and it gets possessed, and it's like. So it's not doll. No, no, no. This this is one of the coolest parts of the game. It's the Yeti couple. Oh. Um, and the uh male Yeti tasks you with trying to cure his wife by making a soup. And Idiot. so the whole point of the dungeon is like you're going around and getting these ingredients to make this really? soup. Really? That's yeah. cool. Um, and at the end of the dungeon, you like give her the soup and then you find her in this room and she's like, oh, thank you for the soup. And then they're like head exorcist spins around. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets these like huge teeth and grin. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking terrifying, dude. Uh, does she end up being saved after that or is yes. she just dead? No, no. She's oh, saved. Well, that's yeah. good. Um, but it's also <laughs> one of the better mini games in it. You get to snowboard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. With the Yeti. That's really cool. And she's like uh, 1080 champion snowboarder. Like when you race her, it's impossible. Really? Yeah. 
What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so basically the, the whole aesthetic of Twilight Princess is very dark. You're still in Hyrule, correct? But it's, like yeah, I said, it's... you're in Hyrule. It's still like... Um, and this is Ocarina's Hyrule. Oh. Yeah. Is that if you won or lost or went back as a boy or... Uh, so this is... <laughs> actually, good point. Um, this is if you've won... And stayed an adult. And stayed an adult. And Damn, so, good. So Ganon is uh, sealed away, if you remember in yeah. Ocarina. Uh-huh. He, this is that same Ganon. He breaks free of that realm. Mm-hmm. So he got banished to the Twilight Realm. Yeah. Which is kind of fucked up because there's residents of the Twilight Realm. So they're <laughs> they're like, there is an actual like empire. Yeah. So you're sealing them away to the fucking Shadow Zone. And then the Shadow Zone residents are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like I would, if I were them, I would wage war on Hyrule for that. But yeah, it is the same Ganon. And that's why during Twilight Princess, when you learn new moves and it's the hero's shade, that skeleton that teaches you. Um, yeah. that skeleton is the link from Ocarina. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's the hero's shade. It's the link from Ocarina. And it's after he grew up and became an adult and he joined like, you know, the, the whatever Royal Navy or whatever it is. And that's why he's wearing that armor. <laughs> the Navy. Um, and, uh. There's no oceans around fucking Hyrule. <laughs> Eventually but. there is. <laughs> Eventually it's, it is under an ocean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he joins the Royal Guard or whatever it is. And, uh. Yeah, that's how he spends the rest of his life. So when you find him in Twilight Princess, um, it's Ocarina's Link that trains you. Wait, and he talks? Yeah. Dude, this is canon breaking. I don't know about that, dude. He only talks after he's dead. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I got nothing to lose. <laughs> and he just, he's spent his whole life not talking. He's, so he's, he's got like, enough other mystique now that he's like a skeleton. That he doesn't need to be voiceless. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> the skeleton's just like, yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, yes, I know new moves now. That'd be so champion, though. <laughs> that would be tight. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is very dark, very gritty, very, uh, very kind of like not kid friendly. Yeah. Um, it, it's scary. Yeah. There's, there's a part where it's one of the cinematics, and I can't remember what point of the game it's in, but like Link starts hallucinating, and like his best friend, I can't think of the girl's name, she's like falling out of the sky upside down, but she's like laughing at him as she's falling, and there's a bunch of them. And then there's this, like, hill appears, and these, like, three uh, links pop up there. Um, and they turn around, and they all have these, like, black eyes. And it, like, zooms in, and it's all of a sudden your link, and he starts laughing. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, I remember watching that as a kid. I, yeah, I guess I was still a kid. I was, like, 14. Um, and I was like, dude, this is worse than some of the horror movies I'm watching. Like, yeah, it's creepy. But yeah, and then you get a lot of uh, more more on the interesting character parts. But the interesting characters are unsettling. Interesting. Um, you get like the shop owner guy who dances, but he's wearing like a tied up crop top T-shirt. And he's got this big old like bulbous belly. Expressionism. Yeah, he's he's into it. Um, there's there's the lady with the huge knockers that helps Link. Is she is she like um almost like rich looking? Like she's got like a... What those poofy like things that they hold around their shoulders? I think she is. Um, I feel like that—that's the vibe I'm getting from how you're describing. Hold on, I'm gonna bring her up in uh, Google for you. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Twilight Princess for me, it 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 didn't hold appeal to me, which is really strange because I'm into horror. I'm a big horror buff. Um, oh, okay. Richard's showing me a picture. She doesn't have the the little poofy thing around your shoulders that I was talking about. She's she's got like a dress and then like a very business attire top 
that's open with just massive cleavage. <laughs> so she's she's like business casual dummy mommy. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, is, I, I which think, is a theme in this I, game. Apparently, uh, the Zelda franchise is just filled with dummy mommies. And the gays. And the gays. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the guy with the pot belly you were talking about. Yeah, and Tingle. He's, he's, and Tingle, yeah. <laughs> and Link, arguably. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, most of these games, Link not only has Zelda, who is like the main squeeze, but also there is like women falling over Link in a lot of these games. And, oh, yeah. And Link is like, psh. <laughs> you know what the secret is? You know why I think? Why he he's like, hell no, dude. This is my headcanon. Zelda is Fuda. Oh, my God, Corey. <laughs> and that's why he has the appeal to her. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, all the games, right? You go you go to, um, right, you got Twilight Princess where Minna, you turn out, turns out she's a babe, which. An absolute babe. Which I believe she also is Fuda because he has the thing for her, too. You could tell. You can see in his eyes. He's like. <laughs> He's like a fucking. He's like one of those dogs in the old cartoons where it's like, ooh, and oh yeah, and like eyes, eyes pop out. Yeah. yeah, and it's like the wolf's like. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of has that with uh, Queen Minna um, and Zelda, and they, that's their that's their, what they have in common. But there's women all over the place. They're like, oh my god, Link, you're so you're such a gorgeous blonde, sexy, quiet male protagonist. Love me, and he's like, whatever, bitch. I'm yeah, on my, I'm on my quest to win my Fuda Queen. I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, I can't. I I can argue with you over the Fuda Queen, but I can't argue with you over like the harem and that he just doesn't care. Yeah, well, that's that's why. <laughs> it's because he's kind of he's kind of gay, which is fine. Which yeah. is fine. Uh, like like you said at the very start of this series, that Link was meant to embody the player. So you're like, N- not just me. I'm saying anyone who plays this is kind of... No, 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 no. I, I get that. But you're saying if that's Link's embodiment to you, then your favorite thing is Fuda Queens. I mean, it's not my favorite, but... Yeah, all right, it's man. It's up there. You know, I accept <laughs> you for you, all right? I'm, hey, you know, I'm just... It just makes sense, right? <laughs> if you think about it, which you should, and the viewers out there should, <laughs> that are listening should think about it. Um, You know, there's the fish people. In Skipping ahead a little bit, but in... um, Let's see, what... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom... Tears of the Kingdom. There's the fish woman. Oh, my God. There's the fish woman who loves him. Corey. That was such a perfect timing. Corey, please hold on. What? There's the fish woman. <laughs> oh, no, no. Corey, Corey. Hold that thought. So I just thought about this. My dad and aunts listen to this, and they're not going to know what Fuda means, and they're going to Google it. Oh, no. You don't need to Google it. It's a woman that has that is well-endowed uh, down there and, and up there. They're yeah. well-endowed everywhere, which is the best place to be. It's everywhere. Um, so now, you, so now that they listen to it, they don't need to look it up. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank um, you. But yeah, anyways, like there's that fish lady. What's her name? Fish, fishy McFish face. Oh, you're talking about a. Uh, oh my god. You know. Anyways, she is like prime example of like a. You know, she's like a cute little fish girl, right? And she's got the hots for Link, and Link denies that. How can you deny that? It's the same. It's well, the same and, premises and, of Vaporeon. And, and to put. Oh my god, Corey. <laughs> Dude, you're pushing all kinds of fucking buttons tonight. Holy shit. I'm just saying. Well, and, and There's so, no laws about Pokemon, Batman. <laughs> um, oh, and, and the further nail in the coffin is that uh, he, talking about Breath of the Wild, he does have the fish girl, 
but he shows more interest in her brother. Um, which is another one of those, like, you know, furthering what you said. But back to Twilight Princess, um, now that we've gotten exceptionally derailed. Uh, it's not a bad Zelda game, but as far as Zelda games are concerned, it's kind of a... It's like a C+. Plus. Yeah, I'd, I would say if you wanted to learn more about Twilight Princess, you'd, just, you'd probably just get more information off of Rule 34. Or have an emo phase. Yeah. Both yeah. are acceptable. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, do you have anything else to add about Twilight Princess? It's basically a dark take on Zelda. It's more mature. Yeah, it, I mean, really, I mean, what I just said is the best way that I can think to put it. It's when Zelda had its emo face. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, that's it. Everything's dark and edgy, and there's a lot of Three Days Grace playing in the background. Yeah. Yep, the whole time. Yeah, all the songs you learn are like, you learn like Black Parade. <laughs> you have a little like fucking toy piano. You're like, ding, ding, ding. Well, because he howls to play music in that. Oh, does he really? Yeah, in, in wolf form. <laughs> what does he have in adult form? Nothing. He, all of his music is done in wolf form. <laughs> that is If so, I remember right, That yeah. is so edgy. Oh, man. Yeah, so, you know, furries and uh, Fuda unite. Yeah. Um, okay, next Zelda game. Uh-huh. And Corey hates this one. <laughs> Absolutely hates it. What? Skyward Sword. Oh, fuck off, dude. Yeah. But this it happens the, to be my favorite. This is the pinnacle of just trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking lame. I, I, dude, I, I adore it. I can't think of a better way to put it. It's, it's such a good, it, it's the first time that they gave Link and Zelda an actual love story. And I'm a sucker for love stories. Yeah. Well, now that, now we know what we know about Zelda. Yeah. It makes a bit more sense. I <laughs> mean, he almost fell for Goose, you know what I'm saying? It's true. Uh, Goose? Tell, tell it. No, it's Goose. His is name's Goose? fucking Goose. Is yeah. it? Okay. Maybe it's Goose. I'd like to say it's Goose. Um, um, Skyward Sword was a... Four times multiplier, by the way. Not another wonderful Zelda game. Uh, they included motion controls as the only way to play, which really kind of... You know what game also did that, by the way? And I am the biggest Metroid Prime fanboy. Oh, ever Metroid exists. Prime Three! But Metroid Prime Three Corruption mm. had motion controls, and I didn't fucking play it. I had to watch a playthrough of it because they they suck. I don't like it. Man, I, no, I, I'm with you on. Man, I, we should. I could talk for fucking hours about Metroid Prime. I'm, I'm with you on it, and that's why. Um, I mean, I love Skyward Sword. I love the story, but the most I played it was the Switch re-release, where you can use the joysticks that's to swing nice. your sword. I didn't know you could do that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah, so the premise of Skyward Sword, as you could probably guess by the title, is now there's not a dark world and a light world. There it is uh, land and sky. So I'm going to give a quick recap, unless you want to add something before I do. Nothing that's not smart-ass, so go for it. Okay, so the quick story recap of Sy- Skyward Sword is that it's the first in the timeline. It, yes. th- this is what kicked off all of the Zeldas and all of the Links and all of the Ganondorfs. Um, and kind of long story short is that uh, Link... And Zelda aren't heroes and goddesses or anything like that quite yet. Um, but Link, uh, in his you know heroic ways, uh, ends up fighting somebody named Demise. Um, and Demise curses them, saying that no matter what, uh, every time like his hatred uh, returns in the world, or uh, let me rephrase, his hatred is going to continue to return to the world. 
And in doing so, the goddess Hylia causes Link and Zelda to also return over and over again to thwart his hatred. I wonder at what point they're just going to put an end to all of it. They're going to wrap up all the timelines. It's going to be like Spider-Man into the multiverse. So the a lot of people think that they have. That's what uh, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is the end of the timeline. Really? Yeah. That's as far in the timeline as you can get, and they all converge into those. Hmm. That's interesting. It was. Oh, is there like remnants of an ocean that fucking drained? Yeah. Um, really? And, and there's remnants of like Castle Town and Lunlun Ranch. There's remnants of some stuff from Majora's Mask. There's remnants of some stuff from Twilight. Interesting. Um, so it's kind of like the lands between in uh, uh, Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Skyward Sword. It's it's an okay play, but I love the story, and that makes it my favorite. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Basically, um, to to give a little bit more insight is the ground is a shithole, <laughs> and there's a bunch of monsters everywhere, and so all the good folks. Uh, basically shot up into the sky on these little sky islands. And, um, you ever play Bioshock Infinite? Yeah. It's Bioshock <laughs> Infinite. But basically all the good folks are in the sky and all the bad stuff's down beneath. And then you end up having to go beneath. Or yeah. not beneath, just onto the Earth's surface. Yeah. And, um, and it's a shithole down there. One of the bigger downsides to this one was the fact that you had to go back to the same place like 1,600 times. Amazing. I mean, yeah. Zelda does that. No, no. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> like really bad huh yeah um i just i don't have a lot to say about it that's not going to be like intense detail it's going to take a long time yeah then don't say anymore because it's mediocre at best like i get that it has it might have a cool story but the gameplay was not there for me that's that's fair i understand i'm super hypercritical of zelda games like i've said (laughs) and you know i'm saying like oh you know the fucking no no no, i get it and i look at them through rose-colored glasses yeah, but and like I compare other Nintendo games like Metroid Prime, and the story is pretty rad. It's not nearly as good as Zelda, um, but it's just so cool. Like the first person shooting aspect, it is. It's really cool. Uh, re- but the story in the Metroid games is like you you're kind of piecing it together yourself. Yeah, definitely. If you're a lore nerd, like yeah. I, like I've said in the past, um, I'm a I'm a fan of putting it together myself through like reading notes and stuff. I know a lot of people just want to be fed that they they're there to play the game. They want the exposition handed to them. I like doing the deep dive and finding like some crazy hidden note where it's like it puts everything together and it's a super big secret. It's fucking cool. Like in uh, Resident Evil games, you know, you find all sorts of like. Oh, the notes from everybody uh, that's been slaughtered horribly. (laughs) I love the notes because it's like, it's like, oh, Jenkins told me not to inject this fucking person with this crazy super (laughs) secret. So I did it. So, but he's an idiot and I'm going to show him. And it's like one entry later, it's like, ah, see, I totally crazy growth on this. I'm going to get a promotion. It's like, there's no way it could get out. Next entry, it got out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I love that stuff. But yeah, so I'm just going to kind of gloss over uh, Skyward Sword for the sake of Corey and everybody out there listening. I mean, you already did. You don't need to go any further, right? (laughs) More. I'm going to gloss more over it. You, You killed Demise and he curses you. Yeah. The end. The end. The, well, the beginning, the beginning of the end. That's true. Um, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, same game. So we can just talk about one. Yeah, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is better. <laughs> so, oh man, I I'm gonna get a pitchfork in my stomach for that. <laughs> no, uh, these were epic, unique. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, it's, they it's, broke the Zelda formula. Oh yeah, absolutely. They um, this these Zeldas. I'm sure now that this these are present day present day games so i'm sure most people are familiar with them yeah 
Uh, but basically, it's open world Zelda. Uh, you can go wherever the fuck you want right at the beginning. You do your tutorial, and you're you're free to do whatever. Although you are guided to do certain things first, you don't have to. You can go straight to the final boss and get your ass beat. <laughs> Unless you're one of those speedrunners who fucking destroy it, and I don't even yes. understand it. No, it's yeah, uh, but it's very cool. Um, it's you get a lot of freedom. You get a lot of upgrades to get even more freedom. Um, it's it's incredible. Yeah. They're it, good games. It is really good, and I I mean, all the complaints I have are completely overshadowed by the fact that I put like 100-plus hours into each one. Mm-hmm. The biggest complaint for me in that game is there is basically a side quest to find all the Koroks. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? What the, how many are there? 250? 1,200. <laughs> 1,200, yeah. So, anyways, this map is massive, and you can basically... Everywhere you go, you can reveal a Korok. It's like you trip over a rock. The Korok's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, And you get upgrades to your bag that way, I believe, right? Uh, you, uh, Yeah, how much uh, armor, uh, weapons, and bows you can carry. Or yeah. shields. Yeah. Um, so basically, it, it's a pain in the ass. If you want to find them all, good fucking luck. Um, and it, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, one, co- one cool thing about that, there's a bunch of different armors. There's a bunch of different weapons. Uh, one thing that's not cool is the weapons fucking break. Degradation. Degradation. They thought that was a good idea. Yeah, no, it's awful. Um, well, you know, I get I get the appeal because there's some really fucking overpowered stuff you can get in that game. Yeah, but even the Master Sword breaks temporarily. Yeah. Which is bullshit. It ran out of Master Juice. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just a sword. I mean, once you get that, that should be like at least the only weapon in the game that just stays. Yeah, I agree. Um, But yeah, the Korok seeds. Do you know what you get if you get them all, Corey? Mm- Something stupid. What? Something very stupid. You get a pile of shit. What? A hundred percent. What do you mean? You get a pile of shit. It's called Hetsu's Gift. And it is literally a golden pile of shit. That is a slap in the face. Yeah, dude. I'm going to Google it for you real quick and show you. But that is 100% what it is. Um, Hetsu being like that fat Korok. Yeah. And so, and then you go back and you look and the Korok seeds you're getting are little poops. Oh, my God. does the poop do anything uh no (laughs) not one thing it's so stupid oh man so yeah basically the premise oh it's straight up a poop yeah it's straight up a poop you get a golden pile of shit (laughs) that is fucked up that is so cold we're collecting all 1200 seeds hetsu's gift so yeah the premise is basically um uh ganon has invaded ganon tower like an asshole um and activated a bunch of machines. The machines are like a, a fail safe that basically got turned. So it was supposed to fight off Ganon. They fucked up and now they're fighting for Ganon. Well, they're really fighting everything. Actually. Oh, fuck. What? It's not Ganon. What is it? It's Ganon's rage. Dude, come on. It's fucking Ganon. No. Oh, no, you're right. Because of the Tears of the Kingdom. It's yeah. Confirmed. Oh, my God. Okay, well, it's a manifestation. It's of a manifestation of Ganon. It's a manifestation of Ganondorf's mean personality. <laughs> Um, so yeah, basically you go around fighting these four giant mechs that again, we're supposed to be defending mm-hmm. Hyrule and they got possessed by like these little fucking demon imp Which Ganon creatures. Are the dumbest fucking bosses in the Zelda franchise. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh lame. my God. They're pretty lame. Like water blight Ganon, fire blight Ganon. It's, they're so dumb. Guess what? There's a thunder blight Ganon. There oh, is. Buggers. <laughs> uh, and he's a pain in the ass. He's really hard, but yeah, um, and then basically there was a representative for each of these mechs. So, like for the water mech, there was um, I can't think of her name, but Fish it, Babe. 
fish babe. And then there was, um, you know, the air one was like bird twink. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, Gururu, Dami Mami. Mm-hmm. Every fucking Zelda has a Dami Mami. Everyone. Um, and yeah, so Gerudo, Dami Mami. And then there's Fish Babe. There's Bird Twink. Which, what's the one I'm missing? The It's the, uh, what's the term they use for like big stupid guys? Um, himbo? Himbo. It's the Himbo Goron. Himbo Goron. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, so basically you save all of them and then they give you a, a special power to use in your adventures, in your open world adventure. Um, I know like the fish babe, she, um, like she gives you a Mifa. shield. Mifa. She gives you like a shield. Yeah. Right? No, no. Uh, Mifa's grace. It refills your hearts when you die. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But they, you all get a cool, they all give you a cool ability. The, the bird twink gives you like a gust that Which you can use to launch yourself up with arguably your Arguably the best one of any of them. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, it's it's pretty cool and rewarding. And then once you're powered up, you can go and fight Ganon's Rage in Hyrule Castle. And then you... Yeah, I can't think of what he's actually called, but it's just Ganon's Rage. Ganon, there's, sure. a, there's a word for it. Manifestation right? of Rage or something. Yeah, something. Ganon's Manif... Who fucking cares? Um, and then, you know, the game is huge. There's all sorts of cool shit. There's cool story elements. There's a million shrines you have to do. Yeah, there's yeah. in order to get your health up and your stamina, which is the thing, because you can climb, you can hang on to your glider. It all takes stamina. Um, that's how you increase them is these little puzzles you find all all over the place. Um, they're fun, but they are tedious, and there's lots of them. That's the biggest thing about these games is it's like a grind. Yeah, 100%. Um, but, yeah, there's there's so many cool elements. You can sword uh, surf, you know, or sorry, shield, <laughs> shield surf. Shield surf. Um, and then, you know, there's like these. what I thought was really fun that I always end up thinking about these games is there's those three labyrinths. There's like these mm-hmm. giant on the edges of the map. There's these three giant labyrinths. Um, and they all give you a piece of this like himbo armor. I like that you could get the uh, different horses, and uh, mm-hmm. there was Ganon's horse, yeah. and Zelda's horse, yeah. um, and then there was that like spirit horse that looked like something out of a Miyazaki movie. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. It was like the horse spirit, and yeah. it, you had to do crazy shit for that. Um, very cool game. Yeah. Um, so ba- yeah, long story short, you kill the four bosses, and then you kill the big bad, and that's it. Um, obviously, there's a lot in between that, and there's a lot to do. It's pretty fun. Good game. There is a lot, a lot of side content. Yes, absolutely. But you know, in terms of if you're just trying to speed run the game, or even just do like just the Ganon run, just the Ganon run, or even just the main bosses in the Ganon run, it's a pretty short game. Yeah, all things considered, it's really what you make. If you cannot get hit, which I am not capable of doing, right? But yeah, (laughs) it's it's interesting that it can be quick, it can be long, it can be anything you want, and I think the the freedom there was uh, very enticing. Yeah, um, and and furthermore, Tears of the Kingdom, yeah, which was like Breath of the Wild, but really fucking good. Yeah, so basically it's the same map. There are changes. I'll give it that. But also you have the sky. Oh. And full, the underground. Full circle from Skyward Sword. Uh-huh. Yes, there's the sky with Goat Daddy. Goat Daddy. <laughs> um, when you get, basically you kill, let's, let's uh, do some story real quick. You, okay. you kill Ganon's Rage. That's all fine and dandy. And then the the castle's all good. And then you and Zelda one day decide to go into the depths of the castle because it seemed like a good idea. Yeah, because catacombs are always a good idea. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, actually, here's Mummy Ganon, idiot, stupid bitch. And he, <laughs> he whoops your ass and turns, spoilers, everybody, turn the, turn the shit off now because it's still a newer game. He turns Zelda into a dragon. Right, basically. I mean, there's a lot more that happens, but yeah. Yeah, he turns out into a dragon. Um, and he fucking taints your arm. He gives you... He kills pica- his arm. 
Yeah, he gives you herpagonocephalades on your arm. Yeah. And then it falls off. Yeah, basically. And then you get this cool-ass <laughs> glove that lets you fucking build things. Yeah. And then, <laughs> man, this is the age. This game came out when TikTok is like full, full-fledged full a thing. And the clips you see on TikTok of this game are so fucking hilarious. So skipping ahead a little bit, this arm allows you to basically build your own creations, right? And um, it's very intuitive and very much cool things you can do. You can build, like, fucking machines. You can build cars. You can build, like, If, if you can dream it, you can build it. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, uh, Fortunate Son playing and people yeah. are, like, airstriking, <laughs> like, Moblin bases. Um, but the funnest, fuck, funniest fucking clip I've ever seen is so the Koroks um, in this game, instead of just, like, it's not as simple as just finding them in this game. You can find them. But also a lot of Koroks are like, hey, I'm trying to get over here. Help me. I'm like, Because they're, like, weighed down <laughs> yeah. by, like, these backpacks. And there's this clip of this guy building a car with, like, fucking, like, several <laughs> jet engines. And he straps the Korok to it and lights it. And it just goes fucking flying <laughs> off of this hill, like, Mach 10. And the Koroks were like, yeah! <laughs> and the the background music for it was uh, Rob Zombie's Dragula. And it's so goddamn funny. I could watch that clip all day and laugh the whole time. So, so you mentioned The Fortunate Son. And I'm not sure who did the animation. But there's a, an animation and like Fortunate Son starts playing and Ganon's standing like out in Hyrule Field. And he like looks up and gets this just <laughs> distraught look on his face. And it's Link coming in on this homemade Dude, bomber. <laughs> that is an amazing animation. Yeah, his face is so good. Um, but yeah, so the, and this one kind of follows some of the same story tropes where you have to do the uh, What's uh, very similar. shrines yeah. to get your mm-hmm. health and your stamina up. Um, but this one just has so much more that you can do and so much more story and yeah. And I mean, again, you have the, the caves like Richard mentioned. So there's a whole ass underground yeah. and then there's the whole ass normal area that you used to in breath of the wild. And then there's kind of some sky stuff that's not very big or grand, no, it's, it's wall. like islands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's definitely a lot more there. Uh, same, same recipe though. You're still doing the same stuff. You're still getting outfits. Your shit still breaks. <laughs> uh, big difference this time though. The helpers you get are still alive. Yeah. That's very, very true. Yeah. So spoilers for uh, breath of the wild. Yeah. They're all dead. You get their spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in this game, interestingly enough, when you rescue them, they, they have like a spirit version of them. That fight with you. So yeah. the, you've got like four companions actually running around, like helping you fuck shit up, which is very cool. Um, and then you can actually like walk up to them. And that's how you activate their abilities in this game is you walk up to him, which I think is kind of a flaw. Because if you're if they're like way over there and you're like, I need your power now too fucking bad. <laughs> but you can run up to him and you'd be like, hey, do your power. And they're like, all right, I got you, boo. And it's very cool. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. Here it is. Okay. Sidon is Mifa's. Zidon, yes. Is Mifa's ex-fiance. Brother. Same thing. <laughs> what? What? Fish people. Fish people. Um, so there's a boss in the game in the water temple uh, named Mukturok, and it is the best boss in the Zelda franchise. Why? I, dude, he's so goofy and so easy. It's just an Octorok Let me that see you like, knock up on land. Hold on, I will, yeah. Mukturok. I really like Octoroks. Oh my, what the fuck? <laughs> he doesn't look anything like an Octorok. He does, does he have a, in the does he have a there. underbite? <laughs> That's Mukturok. So he uh, basically, like you fight him on land and he spits out this mud and like swims through it and you just have to clear the mud. Oh, um, doesn't he get big with the mud? Doesn't he make a, yeah. like, a mech out of the mud he, basically? He be- no, he becomes like a shark or something in the mud. 
And then out of the mud, he's just a fucking bingus. And then, yeah, he's just an octopus on like legs. He looks like. He, that okay. is so good. He looks like for his mouth looks like an Ona hole. His body looks like a giant cancerous bulb. And then he has two, like you know those parasite, those parasites that attack snails and give them the bulging like wow 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 yeah. eyes. Those look. Those are like what his eyes look like. <laughs> and he's like super small. It looks like you could step on him. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> it's so funny because the water temple, you know, that's where you get side on. Um, but it's it's a water temple in a Zelda game. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And I feel like this is Zelda's or uh, Nintendo's way of apologizing for water temples being shit. Well, I mean, in Ocarina of Time, the the water temple's boss Morpha is kind of a joke too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, but it's just it, it cracked me up. I remember I was playing it, and my kids were sitting there watching me, and Shelby was sitting on the bed, kind of watching, and it popped up, and she was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Dude, that's a Muktarok." <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So um, I think that's just about you know. There's there's some games we missed. Oh, real quick, Suavemente. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. So let's go into the lore of of uh, Suavemente Ganon. So Terminal Montage. We've mentioned him before. Wonderful animations artist as well as I mean everything else. It's the just guy, the guy kills it. So yeah. basically, he's made these animations called something about, and then whatever game. Now he has a bunch of them uh, going over a bunch of different games, but. He has a bunch also on Zelda specifically, and a meme started with Suavemente Ganon uh, in Ocarina of Time, something about Ocarina of Time, where basically Ganon is like this Mexican, um, like Suavemente, like dancer, like uh, mm-hmm. what's, what's the, what's that type of dance? Uh, like flamenco dancer. Flamenco, yeah. And, <laughs> sorry, just like blasted into the mic, this laugh. But basically he's like, oh, he, he speaks in like um, a text-to-speech, like um, Spanish, and then there's like the subtitles. And he's like, oh, suavemente. And that's his thing is he dances. So while Link's trying to find him, he's like launching the fucking orbs while he's dancing. <laughs> and then Shadow Ganon also is doing it mm-hmm. on his horse. So he's like on the horse still doing this stupid ass dance. That's like this flamenco dance. Um, and then any iteration of something about Zelda where Ganondorf is a part of it, he's always doing the suavemente. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but the Tears of the Kingdom, suavemente is my favorite by far. Ruin it for me? No, for whoever's oh, listening. Okay, I, yeah. Um, it It's incredible. You guys, like, man, I know we said it before, but definitely watch Terminal Montage. He's, it's, he's hilarious. And it's, it's hours of content. It will take your time to oh, watch yeah. it. Absolutely. And it's it's good entertainment. Yes. Um, and, yeah, it's basically Ganon in, in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> he, he's, he is um, suavemente supreme, basically. Yeah. He, he goes full suave. <laughs> it's so good. Um, he actually got DMCA'd, too. Did he? Yeah, so he had a video. It's like 10-hour version of Suavemente Ganon dancing. And it got taken down because it's actually like a Spanish song, and they were not. Oh, I didn't. Not. I didn't know it was an actual song. I thought it was something he made. Oh yeah. So he's that stupid text to speech he's singing while he's like doing his dance is mm-hmm. an actual song, of obviously text to speech. But um, they DMCA him. So he, oh, he had, man. He, well, he made a change to it, and you can still look it up, but it's not the same. Oh yeah, that's a shame. Um, but you can still watch all of them. It's just I think it was just a ten hour version <laughs> that got cut. It's so good. It's so good. Go yeah. watch Suavemente. Go watch uh, Terminal Montage. Yeah. Yep. If you ever if you ever hear this terminal montage, we love you. Absolutely. Please mention us. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's everything for Zelda. We're f- we're fucking wrapping it up, dude. Yeah. Um, um, we're just gonna you know rattle off some of the Zelda games that we didn't get to. That's all you, yeah. Rap. Um, and you know, kind of apologize for it. So, uh, 
we weren't able to get to oh god which ones did we get to? spirit tracks spirit uh, tracks yeah um there all was all of the ds ones yeah all of the ds ones yeah. um we weren't able to get to link's crossbow training sad i didn't even know that existed but it does okay um <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Did we get we got to the Oracle games, right? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We talked about them briefly. Um, God, is that really all we didn't do? Good riddance. Fuck good them. Luck. Oh yeah, good luck. Good riddance. Sure. <laughs> um, but that being said, uh, starting next week, it's going to be a lot of fun. Corey will be less of a sourpuss. It's true. And we're going to have another special guest. Yes, a fellow DM. So next next week, we are going to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sure some of you may have heard of it. Heard of it. Um, you know, satanic panic in the eighties, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, Corey mentioned Kinky Dungeon last week. That's what we're doing next week. I mean, that's something else entirely. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna have a fellow DM, and we're gonna be talking DM things, not only D and D. But if you didn't know, Richard and I and our guests are all DMs, and it should be a lot of fun. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to DMing. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, um, and if you don't know what DM means, it means dangly men. Dangly men, dungeon master. Yeah. Um, any man, I swear. Anytime I talk about Dungeons and Dragons at work, they're like, like, they're like, you're a grown ass man. Like dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and, and I and I always tell them, I'm like, man, like it's it's not. There's no age limit. You know, it's no. it's whatever your imagination is. So if you're a child, your imagination sticks to the books or it sticks to childish things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you're, you're an adult, hero, you're not awful people. Oh, yeah. And then you become an adult and you're a murder hobo. Yeah. You're just so. the worst kind of people. We, D&D we, lets you be the worst you you can possibly be. And sometimes you face the consequences for that, <laughs> which true. is good. A good DM will, will remind you that uh, if you kill a shop clerk in real life or in Dungeons and Dragons, turns out there's consequences. Yeah. Unless you only if you get caught. And and sometimes sometimes you have to deal with a grandmammy midgma. <sighs> Grandmam, that's a story for next week. Sure. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been fun. The Zelda episodes were definitely for me, and I hope for you as well. But Corey, thank you for hanging in there. Yeah, it's been real. It's been f- <sighs> it, it's been real. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good night.